0: Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcast, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then. And shout out to the offended podcast.
2: Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauchet, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anything where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the going off topic blog to anything too. So check it all out there and I'll catch you on the next topic.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Hockey Talks is back, baby! Presented by PWP Nation's Offended, It's Tricky, alongside Corey, 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 And Stoutsy!
2: when the fuck did i become third fiddle because you're not you're not here yeah, bro you're not here i'm looking, be... i'm
0: going around the table no, right now
2: you gotta man. be
1: within the vicinity to get the fucking spot skis fuck that
2: <laughs> Sucks that's, dis- that's disrespectful
0: that's disrespectful well anyway said, we're I back we're back hockey talks has returned um this is our first Hockey Talks in like two or three months. We finally, uh, we're back.
2: Yeah, probably since like October.
1: Just a quick ad lib on that introduction you, you had. It was beautiful, but I do hope um, no children are listening to this podcast because... I hope my, they are. Uh, my for, my <laughs> my uh, ferocity towards the blues has been building for quite some time oh, now, so we're yeah. about to do some hardcore venting yeah, here. Yeah,
0: and anybody who listens to this podcast knows this is a very St. Louis Blues-heavy show uh yeah we'll definitely uh majority of the show is definitely going to be ranting on the blues and i'm I was, i'm gonna be bringing up the fucking bullshit of the media side too um and fucking like espn jim did you notice this today by the way huh. when i called uh out what's his name which we'll get into in a little bit uh i call him out and i said oh don't act like you're not like the blues aren't sponsoring you or anything or anything you know stuff like that and then they have Tom Stillman on today. It's like, yeah, exactly. You're not going to fucking tell it how it is. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just it's laughable. But before plus, it's getting... ES-
2: plus it's ESPN. It's been ESPN's been the laughing stock of sports world for the last fucking Yeah, you know
0: what's funny? Day.
1: I used to call them the TMZ of sports. And then TMZ came out with their own fucking sports channel. And I think we've already discussed this in the past too. But one day I was flipping back and forth between the two. And they had, like, the same six stories in a row. And none of them had anything to do with fucking sports. Was
0: it just what LeBron ate yeah, and shit what he tweeted and like shit that yeah, morning? Yeah, what he tweeted. LeBron shit two times this morning right. anyways. It's, it's <laughs> Yo, my basketball boy Jim shit 40, 40 times in one months. day.
2: What did you say, Jim? <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, but my boy Jim shit 40 times in one day. <laughs> Yo, Jim,
1: that's another good point, too. You should, uh, you know, I, like Guinness? I always say, yep, hey, lessons, not losses, bro. You could get most shits in a day.
0: Hey, yeah, Jim, before we, you know, get started here, let's uh, fill in the uh, hockey listeners. Um, what's going on with you? Why are you not here?
2: Um, uh, so why you, for the last, uh, why not in the probably since like last July, I've been dealing with a little disease called ulcerative colitis. Uh, basically, you just shit and throw up everything you have nonstop, whenever it feels like it. Uh, sometimes you're just laying down. You got five seconds to get to the bathroom. Uh, most of the time you get there. Sometimes you don't. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're dying. Sometimes you feel like you're dying, uh, and so that yeah,
1: stems I've, that stems from the the base disease of pussyitis. For yeah, those who don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, so basically, I have been locked up in my house for like weeks, and we miss I, you, bud. We do I I miss think, you. I think I lost my mind like a week ago, dude. I'm pr- like, I legit think I like lost my fucking mind. Uh, I didn't go like psycho, but like nothing made sense. Like the day, what day? it Like like i honestly thought it was like December still the other week, and <laughs> I was just like, man, and now I think I've adapted to that so like I think I'm yeah right now, I think I'm mentally normal, but, but you' actually lost, yeah, dude, so it's cool. kind of nuts, kind of cool and the blues
0: know. and the blues aren't helping with this, men- with this <laughs> yeah, mental yeah, yeah, issue yeah. too. <laughs>
2: Monday Night Raw isn't helping. See, this is like the perfect. <laughs>
1: this is like the, the perfect analogy of the two. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you gotta fucking you gotta go into the dark a little bit so you can appreciate the yeah. light. You yeah. know. Yeah. The, the only time we're I've... supposed to
2: be killing it, Jim was supposed to not be shitting every thirty seconds. Yeah. The only time I've left my house is to literally like I run up to the gas station and I buy two rolls of chew. To last me so I don't ever have to leave so i can't don't have to like leave the house of the risk of like having to shit in my car um
1: <laughs> it's maybe a dumb question, but considering your ailment isn't you uh, maybe not like the best choice for you given it's like oh, a natural accident
2: Let's think about it for like ten so, years. That's what's I, got this ten, this I got this whole <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> time. No, dude, it's caramelized onions. We went over this. Oh day. yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, let's be honest. I got this. I was diagnosed with this ten years ago, and I was throwing down Burnett's vodka like it was fucking my day job. It is true. So, oh, it is true. You uh, have not helped the condition,
1: but I mean, who can really judge there? What a what a like. I mean. Excuse the
0: pun, but what a shit time
1: to be diagnosed.
0: I mean, fuck, the last time Jim and I went out, we did, like, five shots in, like, 20 minutes. Like
1: That's pretty much par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> Multiply
2: that by over half of our lives. And, shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah no so, pun intended, that's yeah. why
2: uh, I have not been in the cockpit studios or been out to watch any hockey. Or to before. my New Year's Eve party. Or I mean, to yeah, Kansas I, City, or to to just... You know, I was home alone. That was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, dude. Jim's been missing. Like, they just
0: are ha- just playing simple. Hang out with us.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think I just need to start writing a book.
0: You should. So Jim's memoirs. You
1: Better be careful, dude. Because, like we just talked about earlier, you might like turn super PC with all this lack of actual human interaction. You're gonna become like a fucking keyboard warrior. Yeah, I
2: guess, man, but you know what? So you stepped up his Twitter game, at least. If it get, if it gets See, me to the top. That's the first <laughs> step. Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how you get to the pot of gold as long as you beat the leprechaun. <laughs> 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 Stewie St- St- Griffin.
0: Alright, um, before we get started, make sure to go listen to our uh podcast, Offended, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, uh, and wherever you get your podcast. It's everywhere, so If you have a hard time finding it, that's on you. Um, If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, I will say you have to search PWP Nation Network. That's the way you find us on Apple Podcasts. kind of a little loop to jump through, but it's right there as well. But everywhere else you search Offended, we pop right up. So, yeah, we got that going. Uh, Make sure to go buy our T-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended. Again, we come right up that way all right before we get into our blues rant because i have a feeling that's what the majority of this episode is going to be on um yeah. does anybody want to bring up anything of like what they've seen like around the league or like anything that's like stand out that has like stood out to them in terms yeah because this is kind of like we're kind of uh, to the halfway point which i didn't realize i was listening to Spit and chicklets mm-hmm. the other day and i didn't realize that we're we're there because the blues
1: we're already talking about the all-star game yeah i'm having no one fucking in it
2: what well, we, we got, O'Reilly, O'Reilly. Uh, Yeah,
1: okay.
2: there's one thing I kind of want to bring up that, I like, not even we've, like, discussed. I think it's kind of flown under the radar is, do you remember in the beginning of the year, the Golden Knights were not doing very well, and everybody's like, no, nope, see, man, that was just a one lucky year? Golden Knights are tied for first in their division. Yeah,
0: they've turned it it's on.
2: Cal- Wait. 58 points, and they're actually, hold on, let me double check. I think they're, yeah, they're tied for second in the NHL for the best
1: record. Who's even saying that? Everybody knows about the the cup hangover. That's just natural. Yeah. or lose, but 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 they're second in the
0: NHL right now. Well, yeah, I mean, with with the cup hangover, we're almost halfway through
2: the season. A cup hangover, you'd see them floating, probably fourth, fifth in their division right now. With when, but but probably still make a playoff push. But right, like they're they're not getting hyped hyped up about, which I think is good that they kind of started off slow and got out of the mm-hmm. spotlight. That just takes a lot of pressure off those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just fucking being the Golden Knights, and they're just playing young kids, and they're just fucking playing hockey, and I, f- I fucking love them. They got, they got big 7'5 Revo yeah. chucking Nucks like we'll a mother Chuck Chucking
0: and Nucks and McLeod mm-hmm. and then also, like, uh, fucking brewing a beer while he's at it.
2: You're putting biscuits in baskets? What Fuck. also
1: is the most impressive about them is, is we got to think about the locality like, the way that they've just all... I mean, dude, you got fucking young super athletes in Vegas fucking nightly. And I yeah. get that, you know, mm-hmm. they're pros, but they've been putting off that nightlife partying pretty solidly as well, I oh, would yeah. say. Well, it's uh, like
0: what Reeve said. If you can't play hungover in the NHL, then you I was you just going to say, maybe that, though. <laughs> they're
1: adopting the old-school technique of just fucking sucking it up. Yeah. That's a good point. So
2: what, is, so what does Reeve go out and do? He goes out and makes his own beer.
0: This shit. Ah, Which, mean, I'm going out to Vegas here in a couple weeks, and I can't wait to try that shit. Is it only oh, yeah. in Vegas? I think right now, yeah. I think so. You would so. think I'm with his connections to St. Louis especially. It was supposed to be at Center Ice Brewery. That was the whole point. Center Ice Brewery was supposed to be doing it, and then he got traded to Pittsburgh. no, keep doing it? What? You don't, no, they still, have, they, no it.
2: they still have a Ryan Reeves beer there that I think he helped kind of create, but it wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't like his own thing.
0: He was he was supposed to open his own brewery here right. in St. Louis. See, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was supposed to open that, but with Center Ice Brewery, like kind of helping him mm-hmm. do it to start. That was what it was supposed to be, like consulting. Yeah, and then he got traded. And then never like he still wanted to do it. Almost apparently he was almost getting ready to open one in Pittsburgh, and then he got traded to Vegas, and then he was just like, "Fuck it, Vegas has got like it's where I'm gonna yeah, be." best like, market. Yeah, can you blame him? All right. Yeah, so yeah, do that. But uh, uh, with that, I have to shout out Gritty from the other night. <laughs> Gritty, the oh, Gritty, the mascot of the Flyers, <laughs> uh, fucking grabbing that Blues fans hat and fucking just throwing it.
2: His. His mannerisms when oh, he hilarious. does things just are so like he threw it so aggressively, just like yeah, <laughs> like
0: oh dude, whoo- fucking uh, naked lady. She looked she. I showed her that video and she just goes, "That's your fucking spirit mascot, without a doubt." Like yeah, it is. Dude, they've certainly capitalized
1: <laughs> on like talking about no publicity is bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if because you know. I say, like, with a lot of these commercials and shit nowadays, I'm like, how the fuck do kids go through so much college to make that shit? But (laughs) Gritty seems, like, just, like, all so perfectly planned. Right. I want to feel like it just went terribly wrong and they were able to just fucking grab the reins and right the ship. But it almost seems like they just got, like, they created such a shit mascot. Do you
0: think they did it on purpose? Yeah, to get
1: the publicity of it. And then they just turned that into the
0: gimmick itself. Possibly, because I think, like, well, honestly, like, to me, it seems like they thought this was a good thing when they first put it out. I think they genuinely thought that this was a fucking good, like, thing. Right. And everybody just ripped on it. And when they started ripping on it, that's when I think the mind started moving, the yeah. wheels started turning, and just yeah. like they were like, let's fucking capitalize on yeah, this. Make him, go with just, make him yeah, just a big dickhead now. Right, like, right, right.
2: I, Yeah, I think they were gonna make him like, hey, just be like, you know, the cool, fun, lovable mascot. And it was like, okay, you need to turn into like a complete psychopath.
0: Yeah, and he totally has.
2: And props right. to that. Props to that blues fan for being a good sport about no it. shit. Like, I love my hats. And I hate when I'm, like, out and fucking people, like, take my hat off or fucking some shit. I'm like, don't touch my fucking yeah, hat. you know he got hooked up. Yeah, the, well, oh, the Blues
0: organization that. on Twitter, Blues tweeted the guy out. He's like, hey, let's find this guy. He owe, We owe him a new hat. So the Blues <laughs> were going to give him, like, a new hat off of it. So it's kind of like... It's pretty cool because you know the guy got his hat bag. You can't throw a like. Has anybody really tried to throw a hat unless you like swing it like a fucking frisbee? It's not going far. All right. Like unless
2: yeah, unless it's unless it's, a, unless it's a fedora, you're not getting that thing. <laughs> Again, one back,
0: fedora per group.
1: That's all comes back to the same topic, really. Though, is like, was it all just manufactured? How much of this was organic? Yeah. You know, because and these fuckers that they obviously had on that struck fucking have got gold to be like. It almost just seems to me like they had to intentionally be that out of touch. Because, like, they made just, like, a, a fucking... It looks like a Muppet character that got scratched off the he roster. He looks
0: like... Yep. He looks like Animal's dad who's just, like, a runaway parent and, like, just got all <laughs> fucked up on cocaine from Yuri Latera. He's y- like, from he's y- like, like La the Randy
1: Marsh of fucking <laughs> mascots. <laughs> like the
2: baseball episode itself. Yeah, Park. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's I the really overzealous
1: like, dad of mascots. What I was, really
2: like. I really like the gritty Muppet. Like he was the last cut for the Muppet. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. He's like, he almost made just, it. And then like, like the guy ah. Hollywood, finally just like doesn't make anything. and like breaks down and does drugs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. and then he was supplied from Yuri Latera. and there you go. Yeah.
2: Uh, dude, they should make a. They should yeah. honestly make like a short, a short film like before he was gritty.
0: Oh, a thirty. Oh, we should do I a mock should... film thirty for thirty.
1: We should make him Oscar the Grouch's, like, illegitimate son.
0: No, you got to do Animal. He looks like Animal.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Animal! Maybe we could, like, combine the two. Yeah, like a 30 He's just got an
0: Oscar the Grouchy
1: vibe to him as well, you know, like, grew up in a trash can. (laughs) By the way, while we're on this topic, just a real quick tangent. Did you see that they're making, or I think they already did, made the first, like, uh, Sesame Street homeless one? Yeah, I still yeah they're like, and the am the best, I nothing to you? Yeah, the best fu- – and that was like what I thought right away too. I was like, wait, I thought Oscar the Grouch was fucking homeless. That's why he's always grouchy. <sighs> that yeah. was the fuck.
2: Yeah, I, animal. animal. Yeah. I yeah. cried at that, I cried at that me for like two days. The uh, Yeah, the Oscar the Grouch one. I mean, that's yeah.
1: Animal yeah, right? is totally gritty. So kid. Todd just showed me this. It's, it's Animal with a fucking chain on playing the drums, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's – Essentially, what we're what we're looking at here is like the, the Tommy Lee, of Muppets or the Muppet version of Tommy big Lee. Dick, so he could definitely have Dick an Muppet. illegitimate son. Big yeah. Dick Muppets. He's over a pretty there. lanky fella as well. Yeah, they're usually stacked. Yeah, he's he's definitely he could drive the boat. With that is that thing. just
0: gritty? And gritty just let himself go after a couple of years. And he's like, I'm a mascot of a hockey team now, well, and I'm see, playing drums anymore.
1: That one that one said gritty dies at 66 or some shit. So it's definitely a son. <laughs> This is illegitimate son he had with a fucking Muppet groupie.
2: Oh, God. But yeah, that's – we really need to make like a 30, what a 30.
0: conversation! Yeah, we can make a solid storyline I there. love this Dude. conversation we just came
2: up with about Gritty. we has got to have a backstory. I love that the big play of the NHL for the teams now is like if you know your team's going to shit or they're having shit a shitty year, get a crazy mascot or get a puppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
1: will tell you, let's bring it back to that, too. Our fucking mascot luckily just went under the radar because he's just so dull. But, like, what, what do we got? Like a fucking polar bear? What's yeah. his name? Louie. Yeah, Louis. A, Louis? A, <laughs> dig the name, I guess. But, like. Actually, like. I don't know, man. We could have done some cool stuff. See, shit. like,
0: Louie is kind of sarcastic. And that's why I like Louie. Like, Louie's always been kind of like a. He's kind of been, like, a but little bit a of a dick. fucking polar bear? Where does that come from? I have no idea. We, the fans voted on it. Yeah. See that I don't <sighs>
2: see what they sh- they should have made his whole gimmick like he's a smooth jazz like player. Like he keeps it cool. Like yeah. he's smooth. Or
1: I was I was thinking more like a like an like an ex heroin addict well, jazz player. Like a real <laughs> blues musician. Yeah. Really well, the, just like, in the fucking gutter. The thing that's funny yeah. is, is
0: that Louie was kind of known as like the kind of the sarcastic mascot of the NHL, but like the lovable guy at the same time. Gritty just took that, times it by 11, and he's like, I don't want anybody to love me. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> Yo, the w- no fuck's w- giving w- attitude. That's where yeah. it's at. And now w- nobody told- gives a fuck about Louie.
2: Gritty told Vince McMahon, fuck you. I'm leaving this company. I'm going to AEW. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm turning myself up to 11. I'm making myself a superstar, baby. That's <laughs> what he did.
0: Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> any surprise? So uh, let's get away from the Gritty <laughs> talk for a for a second uh any surprises from you guys in terms of the nhl this year besides like vegas well
1: no surprise on my part um just because i'm you know just such a fucking gymstout stout of a blues fan at this point for those who don't know that means incredibly pessimistic <laughs> um but i just really find it almost poetically ironic that the one team that's below us is the fucking blackhawks like, of course, when we're doing this shitty is when they're doing this shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it makes total sense to me. Yep. So that would be my one surprise. I expected well, the Blackhawks to not be great, but well, I didn't expect before, them to be worse than I this. Mean, I mean,
0: I feel like I should stop you because the Blackhawks are actually now two points ahead of ah, us. We'll see. There you go. But
1: the, the <laughs> fact that they're even in the conversation with how shitty we are this year almost makes it hurt twice but, as bad.
0: But the Blackhawks are two games ahead of us with five games played more than us. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so they'll probably... Wow. Yeah.
2: <coughs> yeah. That's uh, insane. But
1: they're experiencing the same fucking years as us after winning, like, a bajillion Stanley Cups mm-hmm. in the past fucking decades. So
0: and that's to, way more understandable. And before we get into, like, a huge Blues conversation, that's the one thing that I feel like that's in the Blues' favor are the games played. Like, we're the... We are tied with the Islanders and the Panthers for the least amount of games played, and luckily we don't have to worry about the Islanders and Panthers because they're in the Eastern Conference, and what's crazy to me is if we would have beaten the Stars last night, we would have been within five points of a wild card spot. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, that's I hard to believe. It.
1: Well, I mean, dude, you're supposed to fucking make the playoffs in the NHL, too. There's yeah. a reason we had a 25-year fucking streak.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Before, before we get into the Blues, I will say my surprise for me has been the Flames. Flames are fucking, like... Just say it, say it, say it! Tearing it up. They're dude. hot. They're hot. They're hot. Yeah, they're, they're, hot. On <laughs> Just they're on fire.
2: They're on fire right
0: now. Uh, yeah, they, man, have they have fifty-eight points. Got Johnny. They got Johnny Hockey, man. They, dude, yeah, Johnny Hockey, man. What a fucking stud. Uh, fifty-eight points. Uh, they're the. They're tied with the Golden Knights for second in the NHL. Tampa Bay Lightning are the number one team in the NHL right now at sixty-eight points. They're fucking on fire. Lightning are on fire right now. I'd, I'd like it too. Uh, right behind the Lightning, though, is a team that uh, I think I predicted. I have to find the – we have the sheet somewhere. Uh, the Maple Leafs, 56 points. Maple Leafs just fucking tearing it up. Um, the Buffalo Sabres have finally come down back to earth here a little bit. Uh,
2: Shout out Jeff fucking Skinner, everybody. I told you we should have got him. No doubt. but uh, <laughs> Motherfuckers.
0: Carter Hutton's riding a six-game losing streak, I think, right now, unless he won uh, last night, which I'm not positive on. But, you know, it's just the Sabres are totally, 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 totally coming down back to earth. And I I don't want to say, like, I love it because, like, I'm not trying to rag on, like, anybody's, like, fan base here. But in terms of, like, these Blues fans saying that Carter Hutton was a god, that's where I'm loving it. Like, you get what I mean when I say uh, that. I mean, the
2: guy's still playing. He's still playing. Good. I, I I think they're going to pick it back up. It's like when the blues have like, we've for this year when they have their mid season shit storm and then they turn it on. I think, I think Buffalo is going to turn it back on. Yeah.
0: But to a point where it's like these St. Louis fans saying that Carter Hutton would be doing better than Allen this year. And like, maybe he would be, but it's like at the same time, we're still playing like our team's not scoring goals. Like, you know, we're not playing offense. We're not playing defense. Like, We'd still be in the same spot, no matter what here's the thing that like, it blows my mind we'd still be in the same spot no matter what goalie we have, like we could have fucking Carey price in our net, and we'd still would be in the same spot, yeah, for surely, just what I got
1: to earlier, which is literally the fundamentals of fucking crashing nets and clearing nets, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist right now so
0: um another team that's kind of been surprising right now is the Montreal Canadiens have actually really turned it on and they have 51 points. Uh, they're right behind the Sabres, the Bruins, and the Maple Leafs in that uh, fucking Atlantic division. And you never know, it, man. When the team catches fire in the NHL like this, they could just keep riding that hot streak. I mean, we watched how many teams do it before and get to it that is. Stanley Cup. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Um, aside from the Blues, um, who have been, like, the biggest disappointment, I think, in the NHL right now?
2: Um, uh, <clears throat> I would say. Well, I'm gonna add one more to like a surprise team that's doing well. Uh, the Islanders. I think. I think their playoff is gonna if they make the playoffs. It's gonna come down to like the last two weeks of hockey for them. Uh, I just think they're a good team. Shout out Scotty Mayfield played with them back in the day. Doing well. Uh, <laughs> but I think the, I think the uh, Islanders are another surprise. But bad teams that I'm kind of surprised. Um. Maybe I'm not so much surprised with this, but the Devils. I thought they kind of. I thought they would not be doing this bad. I thought they'd kind of almost be like the Islanders, like kind of in the middle there, like competing. Mm-hmm. But they've. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Taylor Hall really was the fucking a huge difference maker. Yeah. Last year with not that he's probably having a bad year or anything, but uh, yeah, I'd say them and. <laughs> Excuse um, me. Is shit. I guess I don't know. I wanna say Edmonton, but I don't know. That fucking organization just has so many goddamn issues. I hope Conor McDavid gets traded no for the shit. sake of for the sake of him. No shit. That guy can only do so fucking much.
0: Oh yeah, it sucks to see him on a losing team like this because he should be. Yeah, and like, he would
2: give a he'd give away every fucking goddamn award he's already won to just fucking be on a team that's going to make the playoffs every year because playoff hockey with Cotter McDavid is gonna would be the most fun thing to fucking watch. Oh yeah,
0: and like the thing that it's like laughable, is the thing that we talk about here like for Blues fans. It's like you, the you need to build a team around like their all star, and I think. Edmonton probably has aside from Doug Armstrong I think has probably the worst GM in the National Hockey League um just how do you how has he not like comprehended that you can't keep having the same style of player on like every line and like the defense is atrocious like their goaltendings like there's just so much that's wrong with Edmonton that there shouldn't be when you have a guy with like Connor McDavid, and even, like, Drysul is, like, a fucking great player.
2: Yeah, well, they had the fucking – they had a top five draft pick for fucking, like, 12 years in a row. I'm exaggerating there, but, like, fucking Christ, you should have – they were just drafting the best of the best, but not – it's like – I hate to sound like Herb Brooks, but it's like, yeah, you're not looking for the best players. You want the right players. And it's like, yeah, you got a couple best players, but you need to, like, draft some guys that are Mm – just as good but are going to fit into your system
0: well exactly and it's like you draft all these players they ended up getting mcdavid out of like everything and that was kind of like the luck of the draw i think with the lottery drafts i only think they were supposed to they weren't supposed to get mcdavid that year were they were they the last place team the year
2: that they drafted him uh i i can't remember i don't think so
0: i don't think they were either i think that's what people were pissed about it's like they got they won the draft lottery like three years in a row didn't they Yeah. It's fucking stupid, but when they were drafting these players, they're drafting these players in the same style. They're drafting the same, like, skill set style players. When you put that all together on a hockey team, that doesn't spread out to, like, to a team. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all the same players. So, like, when you're playing defense against that team, it's going to be very easy to play defense against because they all play the exact same.
2: Yeah, I mean, they drafted fucking – they drafted, uh, uh, Taylor Hall and they drafted, they drafted Nugent Hopkins and they drafted Everly, Connor Everly and, and Connor McDavid. And it's like
0: Yakupov. Remember that?
2: Yakupov. Yeah. And they, yeah. And Yakupov. So it's like, you, you know, you can't fucking, yeah. Yeah. 2010, 2011, 2012. They had the first overall pick. Crazy. Every year. Crazy. That's yeah. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: Um, and I also want to shout out as a surprise this year teams that are over 500, um, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes and your uh, Islanders, they're a team that – they're like a sleeper. Like, you got to watch out for them. Like,
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying about the Islanders. I think it's going to come down to them their last, like, couple weeks of hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be right there in that fucking playoff push because they're, you know, mm-hmm. if they get hot. They can stay hot, but I don't know.
0: But I'm looking at the Oilers right now, the Oilers, man, like – they're right there in the thick of things in that Pacific Division, man. The Pacific Division, like, you had the Flames and Golden Knights. Uh, Sharks have turned it on, like, at the beginning of the year. That's another team that's kind of, like, in the same way the Golden Knights were. They were kind of losing. Everyone's like, oh, God, like, here they are. They're supposed to be great. And now the Sharks have actually have 57 points 25 and 13. 25, 13, and 7, I mean. That's a well, good, it,
2: fucking great record. It helps that, uh... Carlson found his groove.
0: Yeah. them. Um, oh yeah. And people are like, "Why isn't he? Why isn't he finding that groove?" It's like it's gonna take him a little while, <laughs> It's like all these people expecting AEW to just have a TV deal right off the bat and they should be on TV right right the second. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. that TV deals take like a year to like actually come to fruition. But whatever. Um, another team, the Phoenix Coy, or excuse me, the Arizona Coyotes started off like. Really hot, but they kind of come back down the earth. They have only thirty nine points. <laughs> yeah, like they were uh, they were streaking there for a minute, and then all of a sudden it was just like there they are.
2: Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean they're not they're not close to being a playoff team. Yeah, they're building, they're going to get there. But yeah. Well, yeah, once they move to Houston, they will. Yeah,
0: fuck. Um, and real quick, last thing before we get into the Blues, uh. How about that, uh, the rookie for the Vancouver Canucks, eh?
2: Oh, good old Peterson? Petterson? Hey,
0: Patterson, baby.
2: That boy can play hockey, man. Yep. He's good. That guy can just fucking flat out play. They're just yeah. letting him play, too. Yeah.
0: Did he Did he just get hurt, like, a couple nights ago?
2: Uh, something like that. I think he took a, uh... Oh, man. I think he got tangled up pretty bad or something.
0: Yeah, something happened. And then, like did you see there was a, like a fucking article about how it's open season on these like all-stars and it's like shut the fuck up like it was a complete x ex- like it wasn't like a targeted like
2: oh god when he got tangled up with the guy god everybody's like oh what a cheap play i'm like it's a penalty because he, he like grabbed him which wasn't like cheap it's just kind of like a, a desperation play mm-hmm. but then they both kind of just like fell and got tangled up like and i, I think i tweeted out, i was like No player in hockey is like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to take this guy down and put him in a fucking calf crusher. Like, like, stupid fucks. Like, Jesus Christ, get a brain.
0: AJ Styles out there putting him in a fucking (laughs) calf crusher.
2: Yeah, I'm like, God, you people are – I can't even argue with hockey people on Twitter anymore. I'm just like, you're all so goddamn uneducated and stupid, you inbred pieces of shit.
0: (laughs) 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 Ah. All right, well – Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I know it's going to be a decent conversation. Let's get into the St. Louis Blues. There we go. Um just right off the bat. I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want me to start with my rant? Where, does anybody, where do we want to start?
1: <laughs> <I feel like laughs> whoever whoever starts will be alright. Where, where do you
0: start? No oh, shit. Um I have a uh, like a uh, specific rant that I want to like get off my chest here because I think it's just so like wake up St. Louis like kind of like in a way especially like towards the fan base um and that's like in the way of that I'm trying to put this in like the best way possible because I don't want to come off sounding like a fucking arrogant douchebag I and mean, I know it's going to come off sounding that way so I'm just going to accept it no matter what um I've been getting an inside source for the blues for the past like close to several maybe since july now so it's been it's been for a while and the source i've i've been getting has been very correct he has never been wrong and um we got the news we broke the news first offended broke the news first not a big deal R- shout out ryan whitney uh we broke the news first for, uh, the All-Star game coming to the Enterprise Center in St. Louis for 2020. This is true. Um, we broke it the day before everything else got put out. And what I find fucking hilarious is that when we broke the news the very next day, (laughs) the very next day, uh, J.P. Rutherford was the one that, I'm doing air quotes, broke the news. And I find that hilarious only because when we broke the news, um... We had, like, a couple people tag Rutherford in our tweets. And <laughs> it's just laughable to me because it's like he never responded to these tweets, never responded. We, Jim, you and I even went at him. I think even Clodius, like, won at him and was saying, like, but offended broke it first. offended. You know, we did all this. We broke it first, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't really care necessarily because I know that we did it. We have proof that we did it. The thing that bothers me is that JP Rutherford is just going to ignore it. And it's like, dude, you're not a celebrity. You know, you see this shit. We broke it on a non game day. You're telling me that you get thousands of tweets and we just get pushed, like, you know, you get pushed away. No, you're ignoring it on purpose because you work for The Athletic and that's your job to figure out this shit and break it. You know, that's like, you know what I mean? And and Ooh,
1: yeah, bro, we're jacking a stees. Yeah,
0: and that's his whole niche. I find that hilarious that like he never responded once to even our personal Twitter accounts. He never responds. Like, dude, you do not get that much. You do not get that much traffic towards you on like a three p.m. at three p.m. non game day. There's no way you get that many tweets towards you. So like, we broke the news. You saw it, and you capitalized off it and then you started asking around that's totally what happened it's hilarious to me we broke the news and i love it that's a notch in our back no big deal like that's our pat on our back like i'll take that and we've gotten i've gotten some other news that i'm not gonna break on here i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna fucking say on here i will if a certain somebody on the blues gets traded that was the okay that was for me to like shoot this shit out with all the the behind-the-scenes drama that's going on with the blues.
1: You going to break the trade or what?
0: No, I'm not. So within us breaking that news, that guy texted me, and he's like, you just pissed off a shitload of beat writers in St. Louis for the blues. (laughs) And I'm like, good, fuck them. Like, I don't care. Like, we're doing our own thing here. We're doing, like, we want to become, like i'd like a thing for the blues like in a, some way like we want to be recognized as like credible like podcasters i guess you want to say <laughs> like and fuck it like whatever what i find it hilarious is that after he sent those text messages everything that i post like on facebook now randy carriker has to respond and fucking stick up for the blues, stick up for the management, stick up for every little thing. To you directly? To me directly. Oh, dude, every time I post about the blues, man, he's there being like, no, you're wrong. And I'm like, all right, Randy. All right, Randy. Like, Yeah, that's pretty legit, though. Backstory. I used to work at ESPN 101. I know oh, Randy yeah. Character, But, like, he's never responded on my shit before. Like, he's responded maybe, like, to, like, one thing, like, in years past. And I worked there three or four years ago now. And I just fucking think it's hilarious that all of a sudden now he has to, like, comment on every single one of my posts since we broke the news about the All-Star game. So I made a Facebook status the other day that said Doug Armstrong is an idiot. And that's when we sent down uh, Jordan Schmaltz, which blows my mind that no NHL team picked him up. Like, that's a process. What's that?
2: I said, yeah, same.
0: Like that's a prospect. Like I think, like a team like would love to have. I'm surprised Chicago didn't pick him up just to so he could play with his brother. Like you know what i like. Right, that, that makes the most sense to me. But yeah, maybe nobody didn't want him. That's fine. But I said Doug Armstrong is still an idiot for these moves that he's made because with Doug Armstrong, it's always one step forward, three steps back. It's always a positive step forward, and then three or two steps back it's never
2: it's like your boyfriend buying you flowers after he cheated on you three times yeah exactly (laughs)
0: like it's it's Uh never like it's never been like it's never been easy with doug armstrong like yeah we got you know we made these trades like shen looks great o'reilly looks great but then you see these other moves and it's like these no these no movement clauses these no trade clauses um and I was the biggest supporter of Jake Allen. And man, I think those days are over. Like, I can't, you know, like, but yeah. it's like all this stuff. I was going back and forth with the Randy character for literally like an hour, responding back and forth. He's responding immediately. Like, I'm responding immediately. Like, it's going back and forth for like an hour. I finally just get like kind of pissed. And I call him out in all the backs, behind the scenes drama call it all out say i put it all out there he doesn't respond for three hours (laughs) because he was kind of it to me it was like shit we've been kind of caught right i'm like why isn't why is the media not covering the real side of the story like why why is only these players getting like why are only these certain amount of players getting called out why is Petrangela not getting shit on? Why is Steen That's, not Why is Steen not getting shit on? That. Why is Doug Armstrong not getting shit on? This is bullshit. What's going on with all this other? And there was so many other things that I called out. Randy Carricker, 3 hours later responds with If there was any truth to these rumors, we'd be glad to report on them, but you're just spitting out rumors and stuff that I've never heard before. And I'm like, that is the most scripted right. fucking response I've ever heard in my life like those words that like that was said back doesn't even sound like randy character <laughs> like that's right. my point no. like it was such a pr like hr was like you need to say this like right he was waiting cover your for the ass. approval. yeah exactly and so i respond back with oh so basically you're telling me espn doesn't want a pr fiasco on their hands <laughs> and he like said the same thing back he said the like the same thing back and then, like, of course, you get all these people. They're going to believe him because he's on ESPN, you know? Right. Like, you the people who don't really, like, follow hockey that much or, like, or, you know, follow hockey closely, they're not going to fucking, like, believe me. And I understand that. That's fine. But, like, when I call you out and you wait three hours to respond and it's just like – and you get that response back it's like oh you fucking totally know you fucking totally know and not to mention ESPN sponsors ESPN 101 in St. Louis and the Blues have a partnership right now like they sponsor the Blues and vice versa and, of course, he's not going to fucking call out everything that's wrong and all this bullshit in the locker room, because guess what? ESPN 101 is owned by Hubbard Radio. Hubbard Radio also owns The Point. Hey, who from The Point works for the Blues directly and is a major thing and who is a major person during the home games? Jim, do you want to answer that one?
2: Uh, is, it, is it Mr. Tony Patrico? That is correct. Mr. Patrico? Exactly.
0: They're all connected. They all work for the same country. The, if you want to think okay. that they're not on the Blues payroll, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, right? It all connects. And then who was on the show for ESPN 101 today? Oh, that would be the owner, Tom Stillman. Yeah, guys, right. St. Louis fans, wake up! Like, you cannot listen to what the media is spewing to you at all. Like, they are so being told what to say. It's it just blows my mind. It blows my mind, and then I'm not. I'm keeping my mouth shut and on the rest of the shit going on behind the scenes. But I promise you, if Vladimir Tarasenko gets traded, I will spill everything. And I don't give a fuck what happens.
1: Like I'm gonna go ahead and say, off of um, just my pure pessimism and no connections to anyone, I truly think he's gonna get traded.
0: That's what I'm afraid of.
2: Yeah, yeah I wouldn't really be surprised really either. And they're gonna they're gonna trade and they him and they're gonna be throwing away him and fucking O'Reilly, sorry, John. <clears throat> And they're gonna be and they're gonna get like two, maybe a third two, maybe three guys that are gonna be like second, third line players that are gonna get told to change their fucking style to what we play and nothing's gonna fucking change.
0: Yep. And um yeah, I just like even the source that... The guy that I get shit from, he was like, the only way I would want you to go public with all this shit is if Tarasenko gets traded, because it is completely asinine and it's completely bullshit what's going on right now. And it's so true. Where's the media bashing, Ter- or bashing uh, Petrangelo? Where is that? That right? blows my mind.
2: Not allowed to, because he's the fucking captain. He's Mr. Bullshit. Nice guy. And Mr. fucking, I'm just going to say the right fucking things every time I get interviewed.
0: No, he's such a <clears throat> douchebag. Like yeah. when Bennington got that shutout the other night, Petrangelo made it all about him.
1: Yeah, dude. Like that's, if I you I mean that's his whole fucking
2: MO though. Hey, and, and honestly, let's let's this goes further back to how the blues want their media to act. I know Kelly Chase probably left kind of off the radio to do his own thing. He wanted to take other adventures. But the Blues did not like that. the fact on the radio he would rip into that fucking team any chance he got when they weren't fucking playing hockey the way they should. He would tear down Petrangelo. He'd tear down all the guys that the Blues don't want people talking down about, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I think he got pushed off the radio. I think he got pushed off the radio because he was too honest. About how the fucking team was, and that just shows how much the Blues, to Todd's point, the Blues can are controlling the media and what they say about this team and whatnot.
0: Exactly. And Jim, he didn't step away; he was asked to step away. That is totally true. Like he was asked to step down.
2: Yeah, because I remember listen, I'd listen on the radio sometimes, and it's like he just would tear into the way they were playing, and he'd tear into our captains and stuff. Yeah. The Blues didn't. The Blues didn't fucking like that. He was the only one that would did it, and that's why I fucking love that man to the till i fucking die because he fucking tells it how it is he'd go on twitter and he'd, he'd blast on the blues yep. and they didn't fucking like it and it's like dude it's not like it's bringing bad publicity it's just fucking it's it's, it's bringing it's good. truth it's, it's like, bringing truth to what the fuck's going on with this goddamn team
0: it's just it's laughable to me because all this media bullshit and like that what randy character said to me on my post on facebook that was the be it that was it that's all i needed that's all I needed. That was like the confirmation. I was like, "That's so fucking. I am correct. Like, that's all he's,
2: I needed." <laughs> he's a he's a dumbass. He works with that fucking Bernie nicholas who like he he reports on baseball, and he's about as he's about as dumb as they fucking well, come out of a again, dick. Again,
1: it's all basically like we were just talking. About, and you know, everything gets fucking approved before it goes out.
2: I I do want to say this
0: real quick. I do want to say this. <laughs> My time working at ESPN was fun, and Randy Carriker was always down to earth with me. He's a nice guy. Like, he is, without a doubt, a nice guy. However, I just disagree with everything that he says about hockey. When it comes to hockey, it's like, you can tell you just never played the game of hockey. You can't just sit back and fucking spew all this bullshit when you've never played the game before. Like, I don't care... I don't care that you're a fucking writer and you watch every bit of hockey and you go to all these games and you've watched the blues since the six since like they've been born. I don't care about that. I care. I'm going to listen to somebody who has played the game like and this is why and this is exactly why barstool sports and is so popular right now because they are sitting there and they don't hold back on like what's really happening. They're getting athletes that played for every sport, and they'll just come and be like, this is bullshit, they're wrong, like, that's not what's happening. Like, that's why Barstool's so popular, because they're not <clears> afraid <throat> to, like, piss off these, like... They're uninhibited. Exactly. For sure. And it's like, this is why, like, Spittin' Chicklets is so popular, too, because it's like, they'll fucking tell you straight up how it is and just be like, I don't think they're, like, playing good hockey. Like, I'm not going to hold back. Like, and that's why that that shit is so popular, and that's why that that type of, like... Sports like media works because the public is just sick and tired of this bullshit media. Like you know what I mean? Like you you get what I mean,
2: Todd? Todd, dude, it's like it's like Vince McMahon treating us fans like we don't know, like we're dumb. Yeah, that's how the media is to like sports fans now. It's like no, we're just gonna act like you're dumb. It's like no, man, like we like (laughs) you can't act like we're dumb in a day of social media where there's just so much that gets exposed and what could at what actually could be going on like you can't you can't sit there and lie to us for fucking eight months of a season and be like well you know, things are kind of uh, no it's like no there's fucking bigger issues uh in a locker room or fucking off the ice that are going on that's affecting the goddamn team you can't just, exactly. you, can't just ignore, you can't just ignore that it's part of the game you, you can't ignore it and that's what they do also they, let's
1: Let's not forget that there's a fucking captain, because the game of hockey polices itself, so that goes back to the locker room as well, Mm -hmm. and all of those fucking egos and all of that testosterone is supposed to be controlled by someone who's revered and respected by the rest of the fucking team, and he usually gets that respect by leading by example, which is obviously not what fucking Petrangelo does by any means. No, no, no. I all. mean, he
0: never even gets into a fucking fight. Well, I think it's fucking hilarious that like we go from probably one of the greatest captains in Blues history to this, right. to this guy. Like right. Petrangelo isn't on the level of Bacchus and no, Pronger and all these. Near. He's got no heart and Hall, and, and, and it just, the list goes on. And Petrang- when
1: Tarasenko is in the fucking creases and in the corners and literally getting in scraps. And that's your most skilled player, given before O'Reilly came. But, I mean, same concept applies. It's like you're supposed to know that that guy, you know, is a fucking integral part of your team and your success.
0: You, you don't build just, around him.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, well, I and, mean, and, and here's the thing. It all comes thing. back to that. Reeves just – or not Reeves. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Reeves. <laughs> Petrie. He's just got no fucking heart.
2: No, I mean no, but- and, 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 no offense. it's it's like when that good old fucking Randy was commenting like well here's all the blues captains they don't you know they they were tough guys but how about Ovechkin he's not he doesn't in there fighting I'm like Ovechkin plays a hard game here's the thing I I could if you take away Backus getting out there and chucking nucks every shift he was going hard yep and whether it was playing the body or getting in corners, that that's what we need. That's what you want out of a cat. That's what Crosby does. That's what Ovechkin does. That's what uh, fucking as much as I hated the guy Dustin Brown did. That's what a lot of – But I, see, I here's the most important to part f- to
1: that. Like I get what you're saying about getting gritty and you don't have to throw hands. But also, everybody fucking respected the shit out of Backus in the locker room. Exactly. Well, exactly. That,
2: well, and that's to. that's what I was going to get into is that like when David Backus went out there and he went out there every shift playing hard, the guys see that they notice that
0: after they, after, they after Backus that. has a
2: hell of a grinding shift, whether he scores or not, you're like, all right, I'm going to follow that up. And then when Backus brings that same energy into the locker room, he that you you, you follow that. And Petro doesn't. Petro doesn't do anything on the ice. That I think fires up his team, like, no. all right, yep. Pet- oh man, see I mean, that shift Petro had? I want to get out there and I want to fucking, I want to have that shift. And then, or in the locker room, he doesn't, he doesn't have any intensity to. No, he looks like a fucking goddamn a, a pencil stick that fucking got kick picked last in <laughs> kickball, and fucking had lunch with the the, the fucking recess monitor or some shit.
0: But so it's, it's so funny that you bringing up the Randy character combat because that was that was another post that they commented on because I made a status that said Petrangelo needs to grow some fucking balls because that's when he was getting dogged by fucking Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals and that's when characters like he doesn't not every captain needs to fight it's not about fighting when Tom Wilson's literally punking you out right. making you look like a bitch and you're the captain of the fucking team, right. and you're not going to do anything until the referee skates over and then you smack him in the face, you look like a fucking pussy. Like, exactly.
2: yeah.
1: And again, that all comes back to the main point being that, which is, I don't want to get too deep into it, but exactly why I can't stand anybody who fucking argues against fighting in the league, but the reason the captains are so fucking important in the NHL above any other sport and why you... See that being played out, like you know, and every time a captain's chosen, it's a big fucking deal over basically any other sport, is because it's a game that polices itself. Mm -hmm. So that dude's the fucking sheriff of the team, and everybody's going to follow his lead. But if he's got no fucking passion, then obviously, and then we've heard all of the little. You know, again, never heard anything in the fucking actual media, but everybody who knows anybody has heard about little tiffs going on. You know, Mm -hmm. I kind of have my own little source as well there, Todd. (laughs) And you hear about, like, locker room shit and the fucking players not talking Mm -hmm. to each other. When we had Hitch, it was the same way. They were getting all clicky and the fucking, like, young guys were versing the old guys. And it's like, Patrangelo, you're supposed to be fucking handling that. Which some of
0: it's true. Some of it's not true. And, like, so far what I've gotten from my source – everything has been correct like everything has been correct and i kind of like one on a limb i didn't know if everything was correct and i just one i just went ahead and fucking posted about the all-star game coming I was here say, it's i was like funny. i'm going to jump on it if we're wrong we're wrong and i'll just saw... delete the tweet like right. whatever
1: well when you texted us that too i was like looking at work there was and nothing. I, yeah, there. and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? He's just yeah. bullshitting right now. So, yeah, that was pretty impressive, man.
0: So, I just wanted to jump. And I was like, fuck it. If we jump on it, we look like we're the first people to report on it. And that's what I want. And that's what I wanted to do. And kind of like the same situation with the AEW news. Like, I saw something that was, like, deep, deep, deep in, like, fucking wrestling media. And I went ahead and jumped on it. I didn't know if it was going to be true or not. Like... And sure enough, like, it just worked out. And it's like, it's been true. And, but the stuff from the blues that I'm getting the source from, it's all been true. Like, he said who was coming here, who wasn't coming here. And, like, he, it's all been fucking true. Like, everything's been true. He said, get ready for burglary to be shipped out in the summer. Gone. Get ready for, what was the um, uh, fucking accusation that we made over the summer? It wasn't O'Reilly. Um, I want to say it was Bozak. Jim.
2: Oh yeah, the Bozak trade. Oh yeah. no, we. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think we even traded him. I think we just picked him up out of free agency.
0: Yeah, he said Bozak was coming here. We ended up signing him like two days later. Oh, Maroon. It was Maroon. Oh, Maroon, yeah, Maroon was the one that was like was coming here, but like at the same time, um, I think I even have a status that like a lot of the media was saying that Maroon's going to be signed today, and he wasn't. Everybody was waiting. I made a Facebook status. It's like, by Monday or Tuesday, Maroon's going to be signed. He's signed on that Tuesday. Like, yes. and it's just like, he's never been wrong. Like, it just blows my mind because it's like, how he's getting this information is like, it's, I mean, I know how he's getting the information, but it, it's, I don't know.
1: The accuracy is pretty The solid.
0: accuracy has been 100%. I can't say anything else. Like it's been 100%. And so, it's like, it just makes me mad and it makes me It actually like, it doesn't like make me like angry. It makes me, it makes me a little mad, but it makes me just more de- like disappointed and like just sad that like the media and especially Randy hearing it from Randy was just like, God you're damn, like, like you're not going to fucking tell the truth on this and it's bullshit. And you're like,
1: like an upset parent. Yeah. Like, I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> yeah, disappointed. But
0: it's <laughs> like to a point where it's like, We've been, fans have been through so much as being a Blues fan. Fucking hell! We just want fucking truth. And to no, know what's going on behind the scenes is just like, man, it just makes me just so, it's been, it's made me so unmotivated to like cheer on this team. And it's just, I've been nothing but negative about this team, like in the past, like couple months now, with finding some of this I stuff mean, out. I'm with you. And it's just like, I don't know. It's hard. Like I have a season tickets and it's hard for me to like fucking want to go to a game because I just know how everything is and it's like nothing is going to change until these few players leave the team and maybe the general manager.
1: Like sure. I mean, I will tell you straight up. I went to I've been to four games this season and I'm truly not like hyperbolizing when mm-hmm. I say that it was four of the worst hockey games I've ever seen. Yeah. Like it's not just mm-hmm like, we're losing, mm-hmm. like, straight up when they decide to quit playing, it, it it's, like, fucking embarrassing well, to be in the in the Enterprise. Like, what's, it's fucking
0: terrible. What's funny to me is that, like, a lot of these fans want to bash, like, Tarasenko or, like, Shen or somebody like that. And it's, like, or Maroon, even, for example. And it's like, kind of like, you know, did you ever think, do you ever stop and think for, like, one second that, like, maybe they're stopped they stopped playing because they're fed up with the management and the leadership of this team. Yep, right. And it's like, and what's funny to me, who's all involved in these trade talks right now? The people that are going against the management and the leadership of this team. Right, They're trying to ship them out, and they're trying to pin it on these guys, acting like they're the problem when in reality it's far from that. and It's actually the complete opposite. Your yeah, problem, but... your two biggest cancers in that locker room. I'm just gonna straight up fuck it. I'm like, getting angry now. I'm just gonna straight up tell you, Steen and Petrangelo, your two biggest cancers in that locker room.
2: I'm saying yep. Petrangelo from day one. <laughs> Steen's a 35 year old. You know, I used to. I I'll give Steen credit for. You know, other than probably last year a little bit, the year before, his his play started going up. Before that, I think he was a very underrated player and he was good on our team, <laughs> but fucking now it's like he's this 35 year old guy who's just pissy because he's on a shit team he wants to go play elsewhere and be a competitor and he's just got a fucking negative attitude petrangelo is fucking i don't know boo boo about god knows what you get a big-ass contract and i don't know maybe he was mad because backus was the captain I, I don't fucking know there's so many like bro the, i'm telling the thing you
1: petrie's t- just fucking tired because he's got triplets like, it's, it's nothing personal. But yeah. that's
2: that's the easy excuse. Nah, I mean, I get it,
1: but I'm saying I don't want him on my squad either way. Again, it's nothing personal. If,
0: if he's if he's that, okay, I'm gonna gonna say it straight up. Like, yeah, triplets is a hard fucking thing. Obviously. But like, if it's causing that much of an effect on his hockey game, he cannot be the fucking captain right now. That's my point.
1: Yeah.
2: But
1: way before the triplets. They oh, just need no to put Instead,
2: Hey, how about this? Instead of no trade contracts in some of these players, uh no trade clauses, they put, like, no baby clauses for, like, four years. <laughs> that should be the thing. Or,
1: but, again, how or about if, this? If it you have a baby, back, you're not
0: going to be the captain.
1: <laughs> well, f- <laughs> fuck that even. it. it I don't know. Back it really should top, be I'll quite the back. contrary because fucking keeping a locker room in control is a lot like raising a child. But, evidently, Petrangelo has no fucking idea how to do that yet because the locker room well, seems – I mean, I, I know nothing. I don't have the hookups Todd does, but just – Watching well, what happens on the ice with the, the chaos, obviously it's not good. In the the funny
0: thing role. to me is, though, it's like, yeah, he has triplets at home, but hockey players... They don't spend a, that much time at home, like during right. the season, especially when you're traveling.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like it's like an no excuse. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean that was more of a joke. Um, no, I and know. again, my main point being that but, he sucked
0: before that too. But people are actually using the triplets yeah, thing agree, as yeah. an right, excuse, right. and it's like, dude, there's at Jeez. the rink so much, and they're mm-hmm. like they're traveling so much that it becomes that's not an excuse. And you think
2: like, you think home girl doesn't have some help? Right? Exactly, the little back at exactly. Home? Right. I kind of said the same thing about Maroon almost to where it's like now that he's home for the first time in a long time to spend time with his kid, I feel like that's become a big priority for him, which I completely understand and respect when you are have newborns and you're getting traded around the league, you're in and out of cities away from like when yeah. you're, you're child, and then you get to come back home. I, I completely understand that. I think that has a little bit of effect on his play, yeah. but I also think he's just gotten like content with being in St. Louis.
0: Well, that... For- That, but it's, like, at the same time, like, what you said, though, that he's a hometown guy. Like, he's not, like, Petrangelo, like, with all this stuff. Maroon can come home and see whoever he wants. He grew up in fucking Oakville. Like, he knows so many people that after games he's going to go out. After any home game he's going to go out. Anytime that they're in town after any practice he's going to go, like, he can go see so many, like, people that that he knows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, hey, I'm in town. Like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Blah, blah, blah. Like but the maroon, like kind of like falling, like kind of not playing like up to speed here in St. Louis, totally makes sense. Like I totally understand that. But at the I, same time, he's another one of those guys who is sticking up for a certain somebody in the locker room and going against leadership and management, which makes me—it's hard to, for me to actually hate on maroon.
2: Like, yeah, no, see, I, I, I have a hard time kind of hating on. I think everybody's at fault this year from, uh, and I'll say it from Tarasenko down to Jake Allen, I think everybody is at complete fault in a way. But the biggest issue is, in the last three years, our record has gotten worse and worse. But apparently we're getting players that are better and better, which I think we do. So the big issue is, which I've been harping on for years, and I know you have too, Todd, is our system. Our system is so, Mm -hmm. and it comes down to management and the style of hockey they want us to play. And it's like people are bitching about, oh, Hitchcock needs to go. He's not doing things right. Yo, Yo needs to go. And it's like I haven't heard anybody bitch about Berube yet. Well, it's like, dude, why? Because I've been saying this for years. It's the system that the Blues are wanting us to play. This fucking old man hockey, this slow-paced bullshit. It started when Tarasenko came up and they're giving him eight minutes of fucking game and he's supposed to be a superstar? No, you fucking give him 15 minutes of goddamn game. And, that's what, and, and, and the Blues are so far goddamn behind the rest of this league when it comes to how to play a system of hockey and they stick to the same old system, they do the same goddamn power play, they mm-hmm. do the same four check, and it, it shows that we're just light years behind these teams. You watch them play defense against us, and it's it, it's it's easy. We can't even break a puck out if it's a five-on-two. Like It just goes to show, it's like when you're getting better and better players, but you're not getting results, it's because you're not adapting to the new style of yep. hockey that's coming up. You're trying to make them play that fucking like early 2000s, mid two thousand hockey. That just doesn't fucking work. Well, and, I, and Armstrong's just so God, either he doesn't want to change or he's too blind to what the fuck's going on Mm -hmm. in the NHL now
1: I was kind of just going to combat your point totally before I listened to it all the way through (laughs) but I will say that I definitely 100% agree but my as as anybody who's gotten my take so far can assume that I'm more of an old school hockey player but like the most frustrating thing about watching this team is they, that they're literally just stuck in between.
0: They're pushovers.
1: Trying to, like, we were one of the last brawling type of teams, you know, like when, back when we still had Bacchus and Reeves and the whole old fucking roster. Like, we had some speed, but every night somebody played us, they knew it didn't matter if they were faster than us because they were getting the shit kicked out of them. Then we kind of just tried to abandon that. Reeves was basically the last of that fucking style and we tried to move towards this and quicker kind of new around. hockey. But, yeah, now we haven't found any type of we're, happy medium we're, we're whatsoever. Always,
0: we're always one step behind. Uh, exactly. We're always well, one go- step behind. They're out behind. hitting us, and they're skating mm-hmm. faster than us.
1: Yeah, well, so, uh, like, I, I agree we're with we're what not, you're saying.
2: You know, I agree with what you're saying, but, like, also, to like, kind of my point, how I feel is that even even if you watch these teams, like, if you watch Tampa Bay play, yeah, they're fast and skilled. and that's how I want to play. But also, when with their skill and stuff, when pucks go in the corner – they have two guys, and they're grinding it out. Well, right. It, I mean, and that's the same battle. thing as the it, fucking is yeah, the blue areas,
1: you know? Well, like, we don't even paint, do – They're not doing anything.
2: Yeah, it, it will, and like defensively, it's like, yeah, they got skilled defensemen, but they're playing that physical game. We're not playing any kind of fucking game. We look like we're running drills from practice. Exactly. You know, like when a puck hits no, their net – we have nobody in the when fucking crash, crease. There's nobody crashing. When it's a like, puck hits
1: our net, we have maybe one defenseman who got caught up, and there's usually four of their motherfuckers crashing our fucking crease. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's, and that just shows you the state of
2: the whole game. And yeah, I said we're so far behind. Of like, I, as much as I want to punch this guy in the mouth every time I see him on the ice, Matthew <laughs> Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk plays oh the style God, of hockey that him. hockey should be. Oh, bro, he's he's done. It's skilled, him. it's fast and he's a t- and he's gritty as shit. He's mm-hmm. a little bit of a he's kind of cheap, but I kind of like it. He deserves to get his face knocked in every once in a while, and, Dude, and, but he's man enough he'll take that punch. This is all hockey that needs to be being played and that we're seeing and and we're, like horse, like we're not even doing anything. We're we're yeah. running drills. We're fucking we're fucking running drills and taking water breaks every fucking 3 Dude, seconds.
0: Our play of hockey is so readable. Like oh, it's God. like I could play defense against the fucking Blues right now.
2: That's how readable You're, they are. The fucking the lady from Bird Box could play defense against
0: him. <laughs> but it's like what well, you said, Jim. It's like Matthew Kachuk, Like He's like, you hate fucking playing against him, but goddamn, you love but him. You th- would love to have him on your team. And you know what? The- I'm even going to go another th- step further than that. I would fucking love to have Tom Wilson, Tom on, Wilson
2: team. on the team. I would take Tom Wilson <laughs> on the team. I'd take him in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. So so would I. I get I mean, some
0: it, fucking grit. Get some fucking aggression on our teams. Get somebody to pump up somebody. Tom Wilson wasn't dumb. He went right after our captain. Was like, you're not going to do shit. Like,
2: yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's like fucking. It's like Vince Vince Dunn, who I know gets a lot of flex. He's maybe not the greatest defensively right now. He has now. A lot of turnovers right now. He has a lot of turnover, but like I've told people, he's he's 22 years old. He's gonna he'll be fine. He's got. Mm-hmm. But I love his skill and the way he plays. But he's also he's fucking like what five. Nine five ten. Mm-hmm. He's not a big guy, but he gets in there and he'll he'll get gritty. He'll make he hustles. He puts effort in. That's all I fucking want to see you know. is effort. His mistakes will get better. He'll learn. But he fucking he doesn't give up on plays. Jay Bomester. He fucking you know he bobbles the puck and he's like Dude, uh, uh, shit. I'm fucking. He's actually years old. <laughs>
0: looked pretty
2: decent in the last like few games. You watch, you watch your you bite your tongue over there. He <laughs> actually, he <laughs> has. I'll come out! I'll come out of this house. No, I've been well. Yeah, that's a few games. How about fucking out of. And he's only played ten good games out of fucking eighty something.
0: That's, that's why I haven't like gone out of my way and been like, <laughs> Bo Meisters has actually turned his game around yet." because it's only been like three games, but in the last three games, Bo
2: Meisters actually looked pretty decent
0: compared to compared to fucking Petrangelo. Boemister
2: has yeah. looked like or, a fucking or god. Fucking Gunnarsson. It's like uh, uh,
0: we're we're just so. I far will away. say, I will say, a defenseman that has turned his game around recently and has been more physical and been shooting the puck a lot more in like what we need um as uh colton pareko is actually turned in like where is this aggressive side coming from he's been hitting everything
2: yeah I, like i said i think somebody hopefully somebody banged his girlfriend in front of him <laughs> I, I hope not but man you know, f- fuck maybe we I mean, need you to call and Par-
1: i have been talking about that forever i've always just hoped that Maybe that's the one good we can take from all this. He's just fucking frustrated.
0: Pareko's finally turned his game around. He's actually stopped with his turnovers, and he's actually – He's He's making it
2: simple for himself.
0: Exactly. He's actually become, like, a consistent fucking defenseman. Like, he's actually being aggressive. He's putting the puck to the net. He's not doing – he's taking slap shots now, which, like, holy shit. A guy who turns the puck over, though, on our defense – that drives me fucking crazy is our goddamn captain, Alex Petrangelo.
2: Yep. Holy oh, but shit. Hey, oh, oh, but hey, if he has one good game, everybody's like, oh, man, first star of the game. Look mm. look how good he did this game. Like, whoop- whoop- whoop-de-fucking-do. And, that,
0: and that, what about the people ragging on, like, Tarasenko? He has one lazy shift a game, which is just like, oh, whatever. Like, I, I in like hindsight, it's like whatever. What's that? People that
2: call him lazy have no idea the style of hockey that he plays.
0: Dude, he he's creates actually, so he's actually, much.
2: He's actually – yeah, he's having the worst plus-minus season he's ever seen. But how about the first four years where he was a plus-20? He was a plus-27. He was a plus this and that. Two years ago, he was a minus-1, which was his worst one until this year. And that, like, this whole team is bad defensively. Like, you can't trade – looking we got to get rid of him. He's bad defensively. What about the fucking 17 other guys on the bench that are shit. playing like shit, dude? So,
0: like within the last four years, uh, Alexander Ovechkin leads the NHL in the most even strength goals – uh, up until last week, Tarasenko was number two. Patrick Kane and uh, Sidney Crosby just passed him. Like they're both yeah. tied. Like, but hey, yeah, Tarasenko doesn't score enough. Blah blah blah. Maybe if you fucking got a team and surround Tarasenko with solid fucking <laughs> players, I'm sorry, but people, I'm gonna get ragged on for this. Jaden Schwartz is over fucking rated.
2: Like, yeah, he's he falls down too much. He's he like, does he's inconsistent. He's like- it's like what TJ Oshie was for us for a couple exactly. years. Exactly. We would just but fall down every goddamn shift. Oshie did fall down a lot.
0: But uh, yeah. it's like, but look, look at all these other teams and look at their line mates. It's like they're nowhere near. Like, you cannot say Braden Shen and uh, Jaden Schwartz are anywhere near these line mates that fucking Crosby, Patrick oh, Kane, Mouth and Ovechkin and have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's nowhere but, near that. But here's the thing is they could eventually be like that if mm-hmm. they f- just once. Just put Tarasenko with a guy and keep him with him. Build chemistry. Yep. They should keep him with Shener. Keep him with O'Reilly. Keep you can't, him just, with, keep, here you can't you. just keep if, – if they do the same thing over and over on the power play. It doesn't work. So why can't you just do the same thing and keep Tarasenko with a guy and build some fucking chemistry between the two guys? He can't, he's not Connor McDavid. I've ranted about this so many times. I, if Tarasenko puts up 100 points this year and we still don't finish in the playoffs, are people going to be – what are they going to do? Are they going to be happy? Exactly. I'll take Tarasenko getting 60 to 70 60 to 80 points his whole career never win a MVP if our team just fucking competes
0: no shit and like, then yeah. he, on top of that it's like hey Tarasenko like we can't find like that all star why not try like these young kids why not put Robert Thomas centering him like let's try that out let's just like fucking try it out for one fucking game see what happens because Robert Thomas is a creative motherfucker too
2: like, you mean the guy that's buzzing every fucking shift no he's shit. out there getting oh. into the fucking dirty corners, oh. fucking playing tough.
0: Wait, you I mean wait. Let me let me rephrase. Let me go back. Let me even rewind other than that. How about Jordan Cairu? Jordan Shut- Cairu who scores a goal in the, his first NHL goal and what do we do after that game? We send him back down. how do we send him back down after he scores his first NHL goal sometimes in the NHL all it takes is that one goal and there they go they're off that's all it takes and 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 we send him down are you fucking kidding me
2: and to the idiots that are like well he honestly didn't like look that good out there it's like because they gave the skilled guy six minutes of the fucking game to play and not to mention he was playing with
0: like Maroon and Bozak like yes
2: it's like when people get on Tarasenko a couple years ago and I was like well because they haven't Playing ten minutes with goddamn Dmitri Yaskin, of course nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. Exactly. My God, you have to play him.
0: Exactly. So, it's like you, our fourth line right now. Hey, I had ripped on Sunquist. Sunquist is looking pretty fucking solid. Like Sunquist has looked really solid. The Barbersheft has looked fucking solid. But yeah, then bar- here we go. These two players are playing their third center or their third player on that that line. It's always. Flipping—it's always somebody different. It's like maybe you guys should just keep like a consistent player with them, and maybe they would produce every game. I yeah, don't know. Well, to, and, and That's like how and like Bar-
2: and everybody was ripping on Barbashev like, for, and I'm like, the rip- Barbashev's not playing well because he's playing with guys that can't play up to his game, exactly his speed. They need Upshaw. to put him with guys that can fuck. Yeah, and nothing against Upshaw, but like he he hustled hard every mm-hmm. shift. I loved Uppy when he was here. Was he the most skilled guy? Nobody hustled. But he, he wasn't up to the skill with Barbashev. But look what happens when you put Barbashev with a Thomas or with a fucking Kyru or with a Sammy Blay or with somebody that can play up to the level in the mm-hmm. way they've been playing hockey for the mm-hmm. last five years through juniors. Holy cow, wow, he's moving his feet. He can make things happen. He doesn't have to worry about making a mistake and covering for goddamn the 32-year-old that can't do shit. And it's here- – and
0: here's another thing. You get uh, worked up, James. <sighs> so we like Magnus PRV. This is a guy that like he would show a game of brilliance. Like it maybe a couple of games of brilliance here and there. And then he'd just be invisible for the next like ten games, right? Yeah. That was PayRV. Uh our new Pay now is Zach Sanford. Zach Sanford We'll have a game of brilliance and then he is just nowhere to be found. Why do we keep giving Zach Sanford minutes? Or why do we keep why do we keep him up? Or over <laughs> Jordan Cairo. or even fucking Jordan Nolan. Jordan Nolan um, was fucking tear like was a fucking great fourth liner to have, and we Jordan, sent him down. Are you fucking w- kidding me?
2: I was so mad about Jordan Nolan because every time I've watched him on a shift, he gets in there, he fucking he, he he's actually fairly skilled, but he was almost like an upshaw mm-hmm. Reeves, but I think better where. If there's a puck on the boards, he's getting in there. And he's he's quick and he's big. Yep. He's like a Berglund. He's like what Berglund should should have been with us. Yep. And he, he's yeah, I'm I was so I'm so glad you said next then, I was so mad they sent him down. I was like, this guy busts his balls every shift and makes things happen by being physical. And, and then you send him down to fucking to play Sanford. And yep. like you said, it's like you got a guy you got guys sitting in the minors that are projected and already showed they're better than these guys. Bring them up and play them. But hey, hey, wait, wait, wait.
0: Hey, here, let me re- let me bring bring it all back full circle now. According to Randy character we play our young kids.
2: We give uh, our young
0: kids minutes.
2: Yeah, seven, Randy, you dumbass.
0: And like we play them right away. Like we don't keep them down in the minors. We started <laughs> Eric Johnson.
2: <laughs> oh god that that makes that makes me laugh.
0: No shit, dude.
2: And Your it's just like.
0: Promising- Randy character is such a yes-man for, like, just St. Louis sports. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Yes. Like, yeah, hey, Randy, yeah, you have great sports knowledge. That's great. You can win that four-minute trivia game that you play on your show. That's great. Yeah, we play that (laughs) against you. Whatever. But other than that, you're nothing but a fucking yes-man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just done. Like, I'm done with this fucking bullshit media we have here in St. Louis. I'm completely over it. And it's like and just all that shit. Randy character. That's, that's the one thing that we got into over the summer, Randy and I, was just like, I said, the Blues never play their young guns. He's like, what do you talk about? We always play them. We always give them minutes. It's like, no, we don't. We keep them in the minors for fucking three years and kill their confidence, and then when we bring them up, they're an AHL player now because that's what they're used to, you yeah, fucking idiot.
2: Up, or we bring them up and we put them with the 33-year-old veteran that we got in the offseason.
0: No shit, yeah.
2: It's not, it's not that hard. They need to stop... Yes, part of the issue is the players, but at the same time, if you're not watch if you're watching the Blues and you're honestly thinking their system is fine or it's up to par with what goes on in this league, you are I don't you're bird boxing the game because <laughs> that's what that must be what like you said either Randy just doesn't want to admit the truth cuz he can't or whatever Dude, he's getting, or he, he's or he getting paid
0: he's getting or paid he just,
2: or he just doesn't fucking understand yeah. hockey because if you watch this team, you watch their system, you watch what they're doing it, it it makes no sense with the skilled players we got. We play this east west game and we yeah. should be playing north south. Like, and it's that st- goddamn
0: simple. I think Randy understands the game as a casual fan. Don't get me wrong. I think he gets it. But he's not going to come out and straight up say all this shit because that's what I get. He's getting paid by ESPN 101. But ESPN 101 is sponsored by the St. Louis Blues, and those radio stations sponsor the Blues, and the Point sponsor the Blues, and they're all owned by Hubbard Radio, which. It's like it's all this big like fucking just like just it's there (laughs) like this fucking circle and they're all connected. And of course, he's not going to come out and fucking say all the issues and shit, which I understand. But like it gets to a point where it's like enough is enough. And this is where I'm at as a fan right now. Enough is enough. And I am grateful to have the source give me this shit because I just proves my point that I'm not losing my fucking mind. <laughs> like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's so there, and it's just like, how is the media not saying this shit? How are we just letting it all go? How are we just, like, sitting there just saying, oh, it's fine? It's like that meme with the dog burning in the house, and it's like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's exactly what's that's That's
0: ESPN 101. That's your media. That's St. Louis media right there. It's fine. Nothing's yep. wrong.
2: Oh, and it's easy for them to go out and, like, blame, like, one player, like a Tarasenko yeah, or like exactly.
0: a Shen
2: or, yeah. or Jake Allen to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just put the blame on one player. People exactly. will buy it. Let's let's do that. It's like, you no, them, man.
0: Like That's the easiest thing to do is to blame the all-star, to blame the goalie. I am done sticking up for Allen though. Allen has not looked good at all this year. Like, like he has not. And I, I hate blaming the goalie, and I'm not all blaming the goalie. He should have some of these goals back this year. Yeah, it, well, it, just gets to,
2: it gets to a point where like, you look at it and you're like, all right, something needs to Something needs, something to, change. needs to change a yeah. little bit. I, I, I don't know. It, it, maybe what I'm saying isn't the right answer, but I'll, I'll put my answer up against but, but 100% of the media.
0: But if Bennington's going to become our starting goalie, that means in a year and a half, two years, the crowd, they're just going to flip on him now. Like That's what oh, we yeah. do. Like We just run them out. And like whoever's our backup at the time, Ends up always outperforming our starter. It's been happening for the last like eight years. Like,
2: yeah, but, uh, well, it's, it's Doug's fault for coming into the season with Allen and then not having a solid backup goalie. Yeah, in case no shit. The sand. And that's like, that's <laughs> another thing.
0: It's like, how can you say Doug Armstrong has actually done a great job? How do we not have a back like a proper backup goalie? Like, sure, granted, Bennington like has looked pretty decent like since he's been caught up, he got that one shutout. out. Uh, we'll see if he starts tomorrow, we'll see what he does. Um, against Montreal, but it's like, how do we not have like a solid backup right now? Like that's ridiculous, and that's on Armstrong. That's on nobody else but Armstrong. And these players, and okay, that's what I wanted to bring up. So you, what we brought up earlier, Hitchcock, Yo, and now Baruby. You look at all these coaches. The Blues play the exact same style since Hitchcock was here. It's the yep. exact same style of hockey. Defense, everything. Everything is the exact same. Power play, penalty kill, offense, everything that the blues do is the exact same since Hitchcock was here. Maybe, just maybe, it's not the coaches, it's your fucking general manager overstepping coaching decisions. Did you has anybody ever thought about that? Like
2: Yep that's what i've been saying it's fucking simple it's it's their system and style it's, of hockey that's not up to par with what goes on in the league it's and right it's clear as goddamn day
0: it's right there in front of our faces and nobody the media is afraid to fucking say that because they're getting paid by the blues because that's their sponsor they're sponsoring that and they don't want to lose that and i as a business as a business thing i totally understand and see that but we're not getting paid by the Blues, and we're not a sponsor of the Blues. So we're going to call that shit out, and we're going to tell you exactly how it is.
2: Speak the truth. Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
0: And we're, we're not former NHL players. So again, we're going to fucking speak the truth. Like, Jim is a once-could-have-been possibly I mean I
2: mean I've I've shared the ice with a few NHLers I'm not gonna you know, I, I don't know a Tyler Toffoli a Jeff Skinner I don't know I, oh, I, here come the humbles yeah, here come the names. a yeah, Devante Smith-Pelly I don't know and if
1: it makes you if it makes
0: you feel any better Jim I played a game with Brady Kachuk on my line and then I also almost fought Pat Maroon in the game but I was like I'm gonna get eaten but I'm trying to draw the penalty so like I could be a better <laughs> captain, Butraggio, because I'm not. It's like I know I'm going to get my ass kicked, but at least I'm going up to him.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's I didn't realize it's how much right I, now. I didn't realize how much I needed to get off my chest, being cooped up in this damn fucking chicken pen. I told in. you, man, we, that but, uh, this blues
0: rant has been coming for a while, and yeah. I think in this past week the Randy character thing for me was like, this is happening this week. We're getting this going. Like, no more, know. no maybe more sitting back. Maybe, maybe this. We're just, what were you gonna say?
2: Uh, so maybe we just go down to the Enterprise with a couple megaphones and just start ch- yelling all this stuff.
0: CM Punk it?
2: Yeah, we'll see, yeah exactly, man. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's what I have to do to get these fans to realize, to quit blaming no, individuals on this team and start looking at what the fuck's going on.
0: Hopefully we get a couple of uh, NHL current players listening to this and they're like, yeah, fucking let's go. Like, let's yeah. fucking go. Let's go kick Doug Armstrong's ass.
2: Yeah, Hopefully
0: that's a guy doug armstrong is literally a guy i just look at him like man i just want to punch you in the face like
2: yeah he's like that kid from the peter pan commercial mm -hmm. back in the day that little fucking redhead weirdo freckled kid that was just annoying as shit he
0: needs to be fired he needs to be fired and like tom stillman on 101 was saying that he stands by armstrong and it's not like you know even if that's true to a point Doug or Tom Stillman's not gonna go on the radio station and just be like, "Yeah, we're, I'm, I fucking hate him." Like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it's so dumb. Like people are like, "Yeah, well, he stands by armies, so he must go too." It's like, no, he's not gonna fucking just come out in the radio station and just say like and shit on everybody. Like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, that's what it is. That's that's all I got for my blues rant, yeah, man. That's,
2: that's all. That's all I got. I think I got about everything out. I want to say, man.
0: Like my whole blues rant is mostly just on their fucking management. Like I just don't trust anybody.
2: I do Yeah, it's it's management and system of hockey. It's the management or style of hockey. That's, that's 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 what it is, man. It's fucking simple. It's hey. not goddamn right science. So Wait, is that actually on there?
0: Yeah, that's a sticker, buddy. Read it. Read it. I see it. Did oh, like, Cor- you put this on there? Yeah, we got stickers made.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Corey just pulled out the fucking uh, gritty sticker. <laughs> we, put, we put some stickers on the bush lights and bush lattes in Dude, the fridge. I don't know if that for, was like
1: they were doing, or you did this yourself. Oh, was amazing. Katie
0: got those stickers made to go scare. Clodius is apparently scared of them.
1: Why don't we have offended stickers here, too? I don't know.
0: We'll get them. Maybe we'll get them. Maybe no big deal. But, yeah, I mean, just in short, um, Doug Armstrong is a cancer, needs to go. Petrangelo is a cancer, needs to go. And uh, Alexander Steen is a cancer, needs to go. Which I want to rewind to last year when everybody thought that, like, um, Steen and Petrangelo were against each other. Uh, That was completely incorrect. They're together. Steen was going at the entire locker room last year for, like, holding. A gr- he's been holding a grudge against the entire locker room for not voting him as captain. Like, that's, like, the thing that's, like, got misconstrued with the media. Steen was never against Petrangelo. They're boys. But Steen was against the locker room.
2: Yeah, I mean He's just a pussy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a Swedish pussy. Yep.
0: Yep, yep, yep. All right. Does anybody have any uh, last words in terms of hockey for the Blues, maybe?
2: Uh, I, know earlier I, the said, I know earlier I said the Blues aren't going to make the playoffs, and I still, like, 98% believe that, but I still, like, am hopeful that um, they make a run at it. I know they're close, but I don't know, unless we see a change. I will
0: say this. um, I think the Blues are going to make the playoffs. That's my hot take. I hope. But I think the I'll Blues 20, will it. make the playoffs. I think they're going to make a wild card spot. Because it's crazy to What's crazy about this whole fucking thing is that we have 38 points. And on paper it looks horrible. But we're like eight points out of a fucking playoff spot in the wild card position. That's like, To me it's kind of like holy shit. Like... We're right there, and with so much hockey we played. We came back from worse than this in 2009 after the All-Star break. It was way worse than this. And, like, we came back from this after we traded Shattenkirk away. Oh, by the way, uh, Alexander Petrangelo, Shattenkirk 2.0. That's all I'm going to say. Um we sure. traded Shattenkirk away at the trade deadline, and we were not in a playoff position. We came back, made it a playoff position. Not only did we make playoff position, but uh, we fucking like got third in the division. I think it wasn't even a wild card spot. Like, and yeah. there's just so much that can happen. Like, we there's just so <clears> much <throat> that can happen. And what's weird to me, and I'm not getting my hopes up whatsoever when I say this. What's weird to me is that how identical the season is to when the L.A. Kings won the Stanley Cup that year. Um, yeah, that's it's true. Identical, and the L.A. Kings went on a tear in their last nineteen games. They went seventeen and two in their last <laughs> nineteen games. That like they went on a tear, won those games, and they were just unbeatable in the playoffs because they were they were on fire. Like right. plain and simple, they were on fire, and. The Blues could easily do that. I'm just not getting my hopes up. Like, but this is so it's just weird to me how identical this season is to that LA Kings team. And people were like, But they had a determining factor, Jonathan Quick, and I'm like, Yeah, nobody talks about Jonathan Quick until after that playoff run. Nobody knew who <laughs> That's Jonathan Quick was. It became relevant. Yeah. Nobody knew who Jonathan Quick was until that playoff run. Like uh- so maybe Jordan, Jordan Biddington maybe could be our Jonathan Quick. I'm not saying that he is. Maybe he is. Maybe Jake Allen just goes on a fucking tear. Who fucking knows? There's a lot of hockey left. That's all I got to say. There's a lot of hockey left.
1: I like the outlook. Yes. I'm a little more pessimistic.
0: Oh, dude. like I'm so pessimistic right now, though. Like That's like a positive outlook for me. That's so hard to fucking say with Doug Armstrong as our GM.
1: I mean, I was going to say, I feel like <clears throat> that's just my absolute last thing. We have basically run the gamut, but as we've all came to the same point, it's like the only logical point you can get to if you're actually paying attention, which is when you've switched up every other variable and the constant's
0: been the constant, then, mm-hmm. it's, you know. I think it's clear as day what yeah. the issue is. But according to a lot of these fans, is the biggest issue.
1: Yeah, see, and a lot of these fans, uh, no offense to any of you guys, I love you all, but just so many people just don't even think past the people on the ice. Yep. You know? Nobody mm-hmm. thinks about the fucking front office.
0: Well, and it's not only that. They're like, look at how much Tarasenko back checks this year.
1: Like, It's almost infuriating. It's, that was my point about it is. how Petrangelo, like, why wouldn't we just give it? Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about Oveskin earlier. Like, okay, yeah, he's not the best banger, but he's literally out there working the hardest. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why Petrangelo needs to be the captain. He's not only the most skilled, again, O'Reilly aside, hey. but he's, he's worked his way up in the organization, and he's shown the most fucking passion.
0: Hey, since we're at the end of the episode, I'm just going to let in a little thing here from the source that I got cause I'm like oh, trying to hold back. Ding. I'm trying to hold back. I can't help it. Doug Armstrong apparently told Tarasenko to not play the style of hockey that Alexander Ovechkin plays just in case if it hurts his trade value.
2: Not surprised.
1: Uh, yeah. And, and also you're literally telling a Russian not to be a Russian.
2: You're literally telling a guy not to play <laughs> the Don't way of hockey as hard as you've been taught no, to work shit. your whole life. Hey, I this, think
0: it's hilarious. Is... What's that, Jim?
2: I was going to say, hey, uh, don't play the style of hockey that got you to the NHL. Right. <laughs> like That made you
1: successful to this point. Right,
2: Like, hey, I know you got a degree to be like an enge- a mechanical engineer, and you're at a mechanical engineering job right now, but what I want you to do is I want you to, like, get into sales. Yeah, right, go drive right. the dump truck.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and all these people that want to say, oh, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. Hey, do yourself a favor. Go look up the stats and his hits that Tarasenko has had over the last few years can, and look at this year. It's, it's night and day. Well, It's night and fucking day. Did they
1: not do basically the same exact thing with Revo, which, I, I mean, I guess I can see it a little bit more, but I was still always infuriated by that. I heard back in the day they essentially told him the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be such a banger. you got to become a little bit more of a skilled player. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, w- couldn't hurt his game, but look where what they did with him in Pittsburgh and where they've had success in fucking yep. Vegas because well, he plays his role.
2: Yep. What they did with him is that, like, they actually didn't realize that, like, hey, was working really hard to get skill, and instead of just making him solely a skill player, let him bang bodies, and then when he bangs the body and gets the puck, guess what? His skill's going to kick in. There and you. they just and they just wanted to take all of that away. If they would have let him play the game he's he's been playing since he left, he'd still fucking be here. I'd oh, yeah. want him on the team. You kidding me? I've always Without wanted
0: Reeves on the fucking power play and stand in front of the net. He, he would Thank do a you. better job than fucking Maroon
1: has. Pretty Thank eerie you. gentlemen, but this all really comes back to the uh you can connect this back to the AEW.
2: Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at Corey.
0: You
1: I know? know, I like it. You know? The blues <laughs> are being the fucking WWE right now. And we <laughs> want really we did. want our goddamn creative control over the process. You gotta let these fuckers be who they are, exactly. not try to force them to be exactly. somebody else.
0: It's kinda like uh you I know you're kind of in the soccer like Manchester United they fired their coach. Shout out Amsterdam oh, Tavern. Uh, was, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little bit into it. They fired Mourinho, their coach, and Mourinho has been known to kind of put a stranglehold like on these players and their mm-hmm. creativity. In exactly. the minute they fire him, they have been on fire and the cre- that won their next game like six to one because they're playing creatively yeah. and they're not doing these drawn up plays. Liberated, yeah. And it's like, hey, Doug Armstrong, maybe. Fucking sit your dumbass bald ass down and uh, let these players fucking play. And like, Tarasenko is fucking night and day. And some people may want to say it's a shoulder still, which maybe it very well could be. His shoulder, that shoulder injury that Tarasenko had, normally takes players like fucking like takes like athletes like anywhere between ten to twelve months to recover from fully. Tarasenko came back within six. Right, like. If he came back and he's still feeling it, then it shows. But at the same time, did Doug Armstrong tell him to not play that style of hockey because he doesn't want to get hurt hurt his shoulder again? Is Doug Armstrong trying to protect Tarasenko? Highly doubt it. His but, value. But at the same time, it's like Tarasenko used to always like kind of be like a little aggressive. And right. like it isn't just fucking night and day. And again, another thing that the source that I've gotten from – hasn't been wrong about it that's it everything everything that i've gotten is just all pieced together perfectly everything is pieced together with no questions asked here's the best way to sum this up what's
1: that the best way to sum this up best way to la revolution
0: we need a motherfucking revolution (laughs) (laughs) we're starting we're jumping it yeah jump starting all right uh, well, yeah, that basically covers it for our hockey talks here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for listening to our show, especially you Blues fans. I know it's probably rough to fucking listen to. We appreciate the therapy. Yeah. Holy balls! Well, anyway, you can go follow Offended on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope at OffendedPod. Make sure you go follow... The people that make this all happen, PwP Nation, at PwP Nation, all those social media platforms as well. You can go listen to our podcast, Offended, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. By searching Offended on Apple Podcasts, you have to search PwP Nation Network, and we come right up there. New episodes every Friday. Uh, Make sure to go buy our t-shirt at www.prowestlingtees.com, and when you're there, search up fended come right up uh periscope show our wrap-up jim it's all it's, it comes down to you man when we can make that return but it's all it's there. all in my butt um if you guys played that royal rumble pool last year spoil alert it's back but this time for two matches ten dollar buy-in for each match you have a chance to win three hundred dollars message me for more details and if you like music go on spotify and listen to our playlist at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. All right, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Trick Ten Forty Two. You can follow Stoutsy at uh,
2: Jimmy James Nine Four One Seven on Instagram and Twitter. James V Stout on Snapchat.
0: All right, Corey.
1: Instasnap, C O R D O E Seven Five. Uh, Last time I didn't throw it in, but we'll throw in that Twitter
0: because it's just a dope handle. (laughs) CrunchyBlowFish77. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's hope this blues, let's hope management, like, fucking smarts up, like, here a little bit. I'm not holding my breath. But, anyway, this has been Hockey Talks presented by Offended, powered by PWP Nation. We'll see you guys soon.